Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. It's the fast lane. It sure is. Jamie Rivers, Anthony Stalter, our guy Jeremy Rutherford joining us right now. Hi, JR. Hey, buddy. It can't be good if I hear oh boy and laughter in the back. Nah, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I need sleep. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to be calling Swiss, Swiss Air for some heating and cooling needs, which is the good thing. They just, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Jr. The Blues. You gotta tell Jr. what you did. Ice instead of in. Go ahead, Jamie. You you've been you laughing. Your head it. again. Well, well, we yeah. were describing how great uh, Swiss Air heating and cooling is, and the, the amazing deal they have. And Anthony was talking it is an about amazing deal. How his hose got kinked, and then that. Um, you know the so, hose. You know the the, the, the Anthony, hose for the stop. AC unit. JR. No, uh, no, I don't. No, okay. what hose are you talking about here? Okay. Anthony's hose got kinked, mm, and then um, uh, he mentioned that Swiss Air Heating and Cooling they they ran that you know that PCP pipe for him <laughs> down there <laughs> instead of PVC. And, That's not uh, what I meant, JR. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people are texting asking for the number again. Please give me that number. To, uh huh. They're, the phones are going to ring, and they're going to be like, what is going on? <laughs> Anthony, okay. I, I, know, I know nothing about handiwork, but I know it's not. Uh... Yeah, no. <laughs> PVC. Sorry, JR. JR you had to, PVC. You, you had to join mm-hmm. us in a very unprofessional moment. He, he does it every week. Every week's an unprofessional oh, moment. Okay. Uh, JR, the Blues. What are they, what are they up to? Anything? <laughs> what are they up to? What are they up to? They're uh, preparing for the draft lottery. They're trying to find a way to sneak into that room and put some extra lotto balls into the uh, draft lottery. Oh, there you go. That's what they're doing. Uh, JR, I know recently for The Athletic you wrote about Jordan Cairo. You talked about you know the off season and one of the things that you wrote about, the commitment to winning hockey. And your title was, this This is the NHL, it's not junior. So for Jordan Cairo, what, what stood out to you as he, you know, as he enters the offseason? And what do you think that where he can grow in leaps and bounds this offseason? Yeah, I think it's where we, we've talked about for a number of years here. It's defensively, it's awareness, but it, it goes beyond that. It, there's a lot of small things that you need to do to put your teammates in good positions and put yourself in good positions. And, you know, the tough part with Cairo is you see the talent, you see the 37 goals. Believe me, <laughs> I've been hit with some comments today on the article saying you can't single out Jordan Cairo for what happened this season. The guy scored 37 goals. And my explanation is, look, we've beat up the defense all season. We've beat up Colton Pareko, Tory Krug, the penalty kill, even Jordan Cairo. But this particular article today is about what Craig Bruby and Doug Armstrong have to say about Jordan Cairo. And I think, you know, in listening to Jordan Cairo the other day as his uh, exit interview, uh, you just hope that even though he's not telling you a lot or saying a lot, you hope that it's sinking in and he can realize how big of a part he can be in this thing if he just adds these things that uh, the coaches are telling him. 
Jay, I think a lot of what gets lost in this, and I think what frustrates me, and I don't know about yourself, you've covered the, the Blues for a really long time now, so I'm interested to get your take on the fact that people lose sight of the fact that Jordan Kyrou is only 24 years old. Like, it's a lot harder to score in the NHL at the clip that he's playing at the last couple of years than it is to add a little more defensive awareness to your game. It really is. And so he's already got that level of offense, and I think we can all sit here and agree that he can, even though what we've seen, he can be a 40-goal guy, a 45, a 50-goal guy. He can be a 100-point player. And to say that about a 24-year-old is incredible. You can't take anything away from him for that. And the defense is going to come. Look, I remember covering a 22, 23, 24-year-old Vladimir Tarasenko, and it wasn't there. Heck, you could go back, you know, David Perron and some other players. Uh, So I don't want to put the onus on him for that. All young players go through it, but you want to see the work ethic. You want to be able to go up to a teammate and say, hey, Kyrou putting in the time, Kyrou really focusing on that stuff. And you want unequivocally for those players to tell you yes. I don't know that that answer is yes right now, and I think that's what the coaching staff, Doug Armstrong and Craig Ruby, are trying to get through to him. So definitely not reason number one, two, three, four, or five. The Blues had the season they had, but he can be a reason that they can be a playoff team next year. Is it possible, JR, that everybody is just putting too much focus and attention on these two young players? And is it is it solely because of the contracts. Like, if you didn't know what they were making or the term, would would the temperature be as elevated, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, probably not. I think once you see that uh, dollar figure, 8.125, start next season for both of them. And look, before we go any further, you know, let's, uh, let's put Robert Thomas in that same category. You know, the numbers uh, weren't as great as they were last year. Is that in part they're playing with each other? Is that in part uh, to, to a lot of things that happened with the Blues this season? It could be, but certainly there's going to be more attention, as you know, uh, with these contracts. And I think the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't recognize, realize that Doug Armstrong is trying to manage his assets properly and the roster properly by getting these guys signed earlier. You know, a lot of people are going to tell you, why do he do it so early? Why not make them prove themselves? Well, guess what? They've got another year restricted for agency. You could have a situation like Calgary had in, with uh, Matthew Kachuk, and all of a sudden he's saying, hey, look, I don't want to come back. You know, I'm not demanding a trade, but I'm not going to resign here long term. And then you're in a situation where you have to trade one of these guys. And, oh, by the way, if Jordan Kyrou had 50 points, this, 50 goals, 100 points this season, you know, that number is higher than 8.125. So Doug Armstrong's trying to manage. You're projecting. You don't know how these players are going to turn out. And even though it was a bad year, you know, offensively, what Jordan Kyrou does, he had a pretty good year. Jeremy Rutherford is our Blues Insider. He's joining us right now on the Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Jared, what did, we haven't had an opportunity to ask you your thoughts about ju- the comments that Justin Falk made, uh, comments that Braden Shen made about it, it's not just what you saw on the ice, the off the ice, that culture. You know, we, we need to kind of refocus things. And I, I thought that what they said was ultimately will be positive if they can point it, get, get pointed in the right direction. But what did you think about those comments? Yeah, for sure. Good on them. Look, that's a room where you got a, uh, a rectangular eight-foot table. They come in, sit down, and they've got 20 lunkheads like myself, uh, you know, the media staring them down, uh, l- looking for the answers. They don't have to provide the answers. They can just say, hey, it wasn't a good year. We're going to come back and, and try to be a better team next year. But for Justin Falk, Braden Shen, a couple of the guys on this roster that I've got a ton of respect for to come out 
and say what they said and be honest and give some true answers, some true insight to what happened. I don't think they're just speaking to us in the media. I think they're speaking to some of those players on the roster that they believe let that professionalism drop. And they're saying, look, we see it. We saw it all year. We probably addressed it with you in the locker room. Nothing changed. And you don't like being in the playoffs. You say that this season stunk and you want to be back in there next year. Well, guess what? I've been around for a while, and you need to be a lot more professional than you were if, if you're going to help us get back in there. So, you know, just kudos to these two for stepping up and saying what they said because I think that's the first step to get back where the Blues want to be. JR, uh, I haven't talked to you yet about the, the coaching changes that Doug Armstrong made uh, literally the day following the last game of the season. You know, what do we know as to the reasons why and, you know, what were you surprised by either of those? Yeah, not surprised, uh, and I think I can give you a little bit of context. That Doug Armstrong spoke to this a couple days ago. Uh, number one, I think with the situation the Blues were in defensively, they just couldn't get it figured out that uh, a change was going to be made on defense. And, and also, Mike Van Ryan, even though he didn't start the year with the penalty kill, and look, all the penalty kill problems weren't Mike Van Ryan's, you could kind of sense that there was going to be a move made there. But look, this is a guy that helped bring a Stanley Cup to St. Louis, so he deserves a ton of credit with what he's been able to do for this uh, organization for the past number of years. And then with Craig McTavish, you know, I thought it was pretty uh, enlightening what Doug said about that situation. He said he brought in Craig McTavish because he's been there, he's done that, he's got all this experience. You know, he felt that this was going to be a Stanley Cup contending team, Doug Armstrong did, and he felt that Craig McTavish could bring some of that experience to that type of group. But once you lose eight in a row and once you don't get any traction on your season, now all of a sudden you got Craig McTavish. What's he supposed to do, you know, but put his arms up in the air? How can he help a group that, that's floundering uh, when he was brought in to kind of add to that wealth of experience? So I think that's part of the reason why Craig McTavish probably didn't help out as much as Doug Armstrong was hoping for. JR, we appreciate you, man. Great stuff as always. And we'll continue to talk to you through the, throughout the offseason, which should be maybe not a busy offseason for the Blues, but certainly an important one. Yeah, for sure. we got uh, just a shameless plug, uh, two report cards coming out the next couple of days. We'll hit the forwards tomorrow at the Athletic, and then on Friday we'll have the uh, defensemen, the goalies, the GM, and the coach. Excellent. Good stuff, Jared. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, boys. That's our guy Jeremy Rutherford here in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN.